on our second date, my husband and I went out to dinner for the first time, and as he opened up the menu, he looked into my eyes, and he said, there's something I need to tell you. And my first thought was, oh my god, this guy could be the one, and he's about to tell me he's dying. But then my rational brain kicked in, and instead, I said to him, you're a vegetarian, aren't you? He looked back at me, stunned, and he said, how did you know? People love to ask my husband and I if we were vegetarians when we met. I think it's usually assumed he lived off of hamburgers and steak until I got my claws into him and forced him to give up meat. But our plant-based lives existed well before we met. We even had a vegetarian wedding. That's all to say we basically live off of vegetables and beans and lentils. So when I found out that beans and lentils can actually cause tooth decay and are full of anti-nutrients, It was enough to make me want to abandon a decade of vegetarianism. Thankfully, I didn't, but that's what we're going to talk about today. Hello, I am your host, Shannon Lore, and I'm an entrepreneur, mother, and consumer who thinks a lot about what I buy, especially when it comes to home, food, and beauty. I truly believe that taking charge of the toxins and pollutants in our own families is a huge step in changing the world. With many episodes under 10 minutes, I'll offer quick tips towards healthier, more sustainable living without overwhelm or shame. This is the Clean Living Podcast. Whether you're vegetarian, vegan, or plant-based, your diet may also be heavily reliant on beans and lentils. But do you know that beans and lentils are actually seeds? I know, insert the mind-blown emoji here. I had never thought about that before, but once I learned about beans and lentils being seeds, I also learned that all of the DNA and most of the beneficial nutrients of these seeds are stored inside, which is why they are usually difficult for our systems to digest and is one of the reasons why beans are often associated with gas. Further blowing my mind, I learned that there are anti-nutrients in the beans and lentils that exist on the outside shell, so to speak phytic acid being one of them, which can contribute to tooth decay, cavities, etc. Upon first finding out about this, I was pissed. (laughs) How dare you tell me that my staple ingredient in my diet is bad for my teeth? I was also mad that I had been eating something that wasn't as nutritious as I thought it was. But as you probably suspected, there is a solution. And the answer is to sprout them. In order to remove all of those anti-nutrients and release the really great nutrients from the inside of the bean or lentil, you need to sprout them before cooking. The solution is simple in theory and gets simpler in practice once you get into a habit. But if you're one of those people who's thinking, I still use canned beans and I do not have time to be sprouting dry beans, I'm going to offer two suggestions. The first one is the cheaper but more time-consuming option, and that's to sprout them yourself. Here's how it works. Buy a bag of dry beans at the grocery store, bring them home, dump them into a pot, and fill the pot with filtered water. Leave the beans or lentils soaking in the pot overnight. The next morning, pour them into a colander, rinse with filtered water, and set the colander over a mixing bowl. Place it on your counter and cover with a plate to keep away dust. If I'm starting to lose you, don't worry, I'll outline all of this on the show notes page. Then, a few times a day, Pour a rinse of filtered water over the beans. The mixing bowl will catch the excess from the colander. 
You can also add a few dashes of apple cider vinegar if you have it. As you continue rinsing the beans throughout the day, you're going to notice the sprouts starting to emerge. This is actually really cool, and especially if you have little kids, they love this. For lentils, it usually happens by the nighttime if you start in the morning. For pinto or navy beans, it takes a bit longer. Black beans are really hard to sprout, but you can go through the same soaking process with them. Once the sprouts emerge, then the beans or lentils are ready to cook. You can see how this takes some advanced planning and time, but with so many of us working from home now, it's much easier to give the beans a rinse whenever you go into the kitchen. You can also sprout in big batches and then freeze the leftovers after you cook them. As I said, once you get into a habit, it's really easy in practice. I actually do this every Monday morning and grab my dried beans from the cabinet, from the pantry, and then just start the soaking process, and then they're usually ready by Wednesday. I do it once a week for whatever I'm batch cooking, whether that's a soup or a chili or a curry. If this sounds like too much work and you're willing to pay extra, as I said, there is a second option and you can buy already sprouted lentils and beans at some grocery stores. I know Whole Foods has them. Dried beans and lentils are very cheap, so if you can get in the habit of soaking and rinsing, it's definitely worth it. This is one of those things that doesn't seem like a big deal, but as we're all starting to learn more and more, food is medicine. Wouldn't you rather get the most out of what you're eating? For exact directions on how to soak and sprout beans and lentils, you can go to cleanlivingpodcast.com slash beans. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Clean Living Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Lore. If you learned something from this episode, please share with your favorite vegetarian friend. Here's to creating a cleaner, more sustainable world for all of us.